Star and Bob go to Mars. What? What is? What the sh- <laughs> Barb and Star visit Del Mar. Barb and Star visit Del Mar. What the hell are they going to Del Mar for? Who is this Barb and Star? Well, Barb and Star, two middle-aged women, and they got nobody but themselves. One, uh, one uh, one's who, divorced. The other's the other yeah, husband died. And you spend time sitting on couches at the jobs that they work at, <laughs> just talking about n- nothing, nonsense, meaningless shit, meaningless shit. <laughs> See the first part of this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't sit on the couch and do what we do for thirty minutes. <laughs> Talk about where they want to fuck Mr. Peanut or, <laughs> or about the Pringles, dude. <laughs> I missed a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. But hey, you know what? They got each other in their job until the job say, "Y'all ain't even got that no more." <laughs> You, hey, the, we're going under. Y'all should have been fired. I, I, I do love that. That the, the guys like, listen, it's not that the store is closing. The company itself closed yeah. seven months ago, and we just found and out. We just found out. Y'all been lucky to get a check this far. But hey, you know what? Y'all got a severance. And Bob, Bar, Bar, Barb, and, and Star, they're played by Kristen Wiig. And who's the other girl? Uh, okay, never mind. I'll find it. Yeah, look it up. I thought I, I expected you to have that. Kristen Wiig and other chick that's not. Now, see, most of the time I'm talking, you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yo, I got it in my notes. <laughs> now, now, something important like this, you're like, what is it? No, a lot of times, no, Mark, a lot of times, like, and uh, who is that? You're right on point with it. <laughs> a lot of times, see, look, we are all Barb and Star right now, talking about not a goddamn thing. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be doing that for the next Yeah, man. 20 minutes, we need to go to we, we need to go La, Laga Vista whatever it is. Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. Hang out with Trump. <laughs> yeah. And Annie uh Mumolo is yeah. the other girl right there. Yeah. I think she's star, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yes. Anyway, they go to Del Mar because they lost their jobs. They got a severance package. They got nobody in their lives except each other and some lame ass uh talk group thing that they do with some other middle-aged women uh which pretty much means that they ain't got no fucking life they're the they're cat ladies yeah yeah, they're middle-aged women from nebraska from nebraska they're in their mid-40s although they seem to be actually in their (laughs) mid-50s the way they they act yeah they've aged much higher than they should but as i said man now that they got only each other and no jobs they're like you know what let's take a trip and somebody mentions a girlfriend of theirs mentions you know uh, uh, where'd they go again? Del Mar. Del Mar. In go Florida. To Del, go to Del Mar, Florida. You know, if you go there, they got the beach. They got tons of middle-aged people having fun. And oh, the men there are muy, muy, muah. And they say, well, you know what? Got nothing else to lose. Let's do it. Except when they get there, when you know it, there's a Bond-like villain who's trying to pull out this plan with mosquitoes that would kill the high population of Florida because she felt slighted in her past life. I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> yeah. Can they enjoy their vacation without having this apocalyptic moment coming in and ruining their trip? Let's go ahead. <laughs> so be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I watched the movie and I said that several times. <laughs> Let's take a look at the trailer. Maybe this will explain more. Let's take a look at the trailer for Barb and Star go to I gotta visit, read, visit Del Mar. There you go. And we'll let you know what this is. It's like a rap. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Barb and Star visit Del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> How was the trip so far? 
Get the arthritis hands in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer. Quit acting stupid and look at this trailer, and then we'll be back with our review. Been drinking too, y'all. It helps. Oh, I was just playing with this lamp. Oh. <laughs> I'm Star. Short for Starbra. Assume yours is Barbara. Nope, just Barb. Plain old Barb. I want to thank Barb and Star for hosting tonight's talking club and for making their hot dog soup. I like the salt. I like the hot dog. It's not as runny as it usually is. Ah, what is she throwing? Oh, she gives me bigger teeth. Love big teeth. She loves big teeth. Even if it's just two eyes on a bunch of teeth. It would be so nice. Look, my new phone case. <laughs> I love it! It's like I'm listening to the ocean. Wait, we don't have cell phones. I know I'm gonna take it home and glue it to our landline. God damn, y'all don't even have cell phones? Mm. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> you know, I usually look like the Talk about people in this stage of their life, but fuck y'all old. <laughs> y'all yeah, cell y'all ain't got no cell phone. You like my Se- mama. My mama's eighty years old. I don't want to touch a cell phone. Cell phones just get in the way of stories. I guess so. I'm Barb, and this is Star. Roll number again, please, sir. Six eleven. 6'11"? Oh my, Barb. Oh my gosh, he's 6'11". 6'11"? We're in 124. <gasps> <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. I haven't seen this trailer at all. I can tell you this trailer don't make no fucking sense. Maybe this trailer was made at a time this movie was supposed to come out. Maybe it was supposed to come out earlier. But this whole thing with them <clears throat> talking about Stranger Things... Like they got this, like they got this Stranger Things uh, theme going on in this trailer, and I thought the trailer would have showed you the crazier parts of what's going on with this movie because when this movie started, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because mm-hmm. we we you see that 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 kid on his bike throwing papers, you get a little Asian paper boy looks like Russell from from, from Up from Up, yeah, it's yeah. the little boy from Up. Yeah, and you're like, all right, and he's listening to to Barbara Streisand and Barry Gibb. It's like, huh. Where, where are they going with this? I haven't heard this song in a long time. I used to like this song. And then he goes into a villain's lair, a Bond villain's lair. And you're like, wait, what am I watching here? Yeah, people, this, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I thought this was about two middle-aged women who want to go on a vacation because they lost their jobs and hilarity ensues and all that kind of shit. And then it's starting out with a Bond, a Bond villain parody with the kid from Up. Riding his bike and blowing up houses, and hanging out with the freak from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. It, it's th- like Austin Powers in the beginning. Yeah, it is. And the villain, they don't even show you. And I'm, I'm not, you know what? If you see it, I'm not going to even describe it to you. You know, obviously they want to show this as a, a surprise. So if you want to be surprised, you go see this for yourself. I'm not seeing anything. I just say it's fucking weird, especially with the way these two things don't really connect at all. At least not at the start. And so I'm thinking, oh, you know what? Okay, so it's going to be one of those films where the actors need an excuse to play these crazy characters they, 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 that they thought of 
these funny characters they thought of. Uh, but since they don't have a script, they got to use some lazy parody to give them something to do, which has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. And uh, in the beginning, it was like that. There's a, a lot of stuff that just wasn't working for me. Like the whole thing with their 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 talk night, their talk group. Because some, you know, these, some of these jokes are just gone too long. There's a horse joke in here that just needs to stop. It wasn't funny when it started. But, uh, you know, and I'm thinking of, you know. It's like bad improv theater. It, it is. It is. And, I, you know, and I'm thinking, how long is it going to be before Barb and Star get on my fucking nerves in this movie? Because this is, I think Will Ferrell produced this. Mm. And there's a lot of Will Ferrell feeling scenes in this movie. There's a lot of spirit of Will up in this movie right here. <clears throat> Well, you know, I mean, Kristen Wiig has always been kind of a female <clears throat> the, the Will Ferrell. Female Will Ferrell, yeah. And but when they get over to, uh, I, I gotta tell you, when they get over to, uh, uh, when they finally go to Florida, to Del Mar, they open up with a, a a musical number, and things seem to start flowing a little bit quicker. And I actually didn't mind it at that point. Uh, for, you know, once we get to once we get to uh, to Florida, we start hanging out with these two these, these two girls right here. You know, because when we get there, you got things that happen like uh, Jamie Dorn, Dornan, who's supposed to be like the the the, the villain uh, uh, henchman here. He goes there looking for him. I even laugh when he's arrived because everybody's in Florida and their shorts and their beat shirts and shit. He shows up in a fucking trench coat. He's looking guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, out, you know, it's Florida. He so. gets out of the airport. He's like, he's looking around. <laughs> I mean, it's like, man, you are up to something. Get the fuck out of here. He gets out. I chuckled at that. And when the musical number comes on, I was just like, wow, you know what? Um, things are moving quickly enough to where I'm actually laughing at this, man. I'm not a, the, the, you know, it dawned on me quickly that Barb and Star are not getting on my fucking nerves right now. I actually kind of like them. You know, there, there was something, I don't know, I found, I found them middle-aged women afros <laughs> kind of whimsical. You know, I don't know, you know, I don't know why some middle-aged white women get this, but they, their hair just starts to get to turn into a jufro or something <laughs> after a while. I don't know why that happens. I don't know if they choose that haircut. <laughs> but if the wind blows it the wrong <laughs> way, all of a sudden, them motherfuckers look like Angela Davis and shit. <laughs> But you know they weren't getting on my numbs here. I'm, 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 I'm my on my nerves here. Uh, I learned what a cool light is. Oh, you did not know? I did not know what a cool light is. Oh yeah, it's something that apparently middle age. They're very baggy pants. That they used to be very popular in the seventies. <laughs> it says something about these chicks. Right, they still yeah. wear that shit today. Yeah, I did not know what a cool light is. Apparently, they described Co- it at the beginning coulots, of the movie. Yeah. A coulotte. Apparently, women wear these really baggy pants that from a distance, if you take your glasses off and, and squint a little bit, they look like dresses. Mm-hmm. So I did not know what that was either, man. You know, um, it, 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 it's not an original film. It's not anything. It's, it's, it does feel like a Saturday. Were these characters Saturday Night Live characters? No. Okay, because it feels like a Saturday Night Live sketch it that does. they turn into a movie. It does. It, it, it feels like, yeah. Uh, a sketch they turned into a movie and then they wrote a bunch of different sketches and just thought we can string this together. Yeah, it's it's nonsensical the way they bring this together, man. It's you know, while it's not uh, it's not original, <clears throat> they do some things that that's unexpected in here. There's a they bring in Jamie Dornan. 
and Jamie Dornan is great from Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. You know, when they bring him in, I thought that he was going to do this whole thing where he's stalking into the whole movie, getting the funny, you know, physical, physical comedy hijinks. And they befriend him real quick. And it's, you know, at that point, I was like, you know, watching them have fun together was fun for me. Uh, it was good to see Barb and, and Star cut loose. Uh, they didn't do what I expected them to do with the. Uh, with uh, Jamie Dornan. Uh, at that point, I kind of let loose and started having fun with him. Ooh, George, what's this drink with the skull and crossbones over it? Can we get one of those? It's called the buried treasure. Yo-ho. No one's ever finished the whole thing. But if you get to the bottom, it's a real treasure. Sure you guys want to do this? You finished that already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just for the record, we never find the treasure. You found a little chest at the bottom with the syrupy liquid. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. We licked, we licked oh. up we all the syrup. Well, let's go. Yeah. And you opened the scuba diver's mask and found the three pills? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I-, yeah. I took a pill. I, I had one. I had a pill. Oh, well, that's your treasure. You're like, I'm fucking all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he rooted the fuck out of them. Uh, yeah, you know, I I uh, wasn't crazy about it, but I definitely my expectations going in from what I've seen these kind of comedies because mm. you know I don't I'm not crazy about these Saturday Night Live kind of comedies, but this one didn't bother me too much. I thought that what it is going on. It's a silly movie that actually lets that actually relies on cute. And cute can even get on people's nerves. But it lies more on cute. It reminds more of silliness that seems to like have a, a point to it more than not. Uh, the, uh, over being loud. Over them just, you know, yelling things and falling over each other through the whole movie. You know, Barb and Star actually seem like friends. Barb and Star seem like two women. Like, like, they, like they're squeaky more than they're loud. They actually seem like they, you know, they, 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 like they're trying to make characters out of these two. Other than where you have a Will Ferrell... Uh, 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 what is it? What John is it? C. Riley. John C. Riley movie where they just rely on screaming everything. <laughs> like they have a screaming match. They have yep. a screaming match. This seemed like actual characters where they had a relationship. If they were, mo- there were moments where in the movie they had to learn how to like be people without each other. And that was, you know, whereas the movie where I didn't thought they would have any plot. At least that was something going on there. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I, I I was kind of. I, I mean, I don't even. Rem- I don't. I don't know if I've seen a trailer for this movie or not. I'm, I hadn't, but I don't know if I. I'd only I, seen a poster. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I remember hearing. I I heard about this a while back, and I don't remember seeing anything about it. Don't remember really following it. I just remember that this. I think this was supposed to come out earlier, and maybe got pushed back because of Corona. Probably. And I don't know if it was supposed to go to the theater. I'm pretty sure if Christian Wig was in it, then that was going to be they the case. They spent some money on this. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to go to the theater. Yeah. Because that's the one thing about it. I was like, this is not cheap. Mm. No. No, so it's not, it's not a, it's, it's something that was probably supposed to go to the theater. And now it's on, uh, it's out on a, it's out on rental. And I'm thinking like for, a, you know, a movie that's like meant for streaming. I mean, I don't know if I'd pay $20 for this shit, but it's, it's not I had fun with what I saw for the moment. I'll elaborate more on why I had fun, but I'll let Martin pick it up from here. Uh, so this movie, um, it's something that um, Kristen Wiig and uh, what's her 
Annie Mumolo, is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, because they're writing partners. They, they wrote uh, Bridesmaids together, and this is something they've been trying to get made for 10 years. And I, to me, I, th- I thought this movie in parts is fun, but the movie is really, it's too much and too little. And when I say too much, not so much too much, but too many, too many different things going into it. Because the, the whole focus in on Barb and Star, our titular characters, when it's about them, I'm fine. Yeah. <clears throat> it's that other James Bond villain plot that's just so like, uh, this, is, this just feels half-assed and ill-conceived. Yeah. And as funny as you might have thought this was, it's, it's really taken away from everything else. And also the movie wants to be a musical, but not always. And if it wanted to do that on a consistent basis, it'd be fine. But it's just so long it's not doing it. So then when it does, you're like, are you guys committed to this? Uh, so that, I feel like that's the problem. It's like the, the thing that, that really needs the commitment, <coughs> Barb and Star, it's okay when it's them. And, and then with Jamie Dornan and like you said, them going their separate ways. Now, it's not all great. It's a lot of improv humor. Um, there's about four really unnecessary fart jokes in here. I was like, you ain't need to do really? that. Really? Yeah. I didn't see any fart jokes. Okay, early in the movie. When they, they said they were going to fart, but they didn't fart. Uh, yeah, there's, no, there's, there's two or three more later on. What were the others? Because I didn't see any fart no, jokes. No, no, no. I'm, dude, I'm, trust me, I'm not making it up. I, it wasn't like I was like, oh, here's fart jokes. No, they mentioned farts at least two or three well, other times. Well, they mention it, but they don't f- actually fart. Oh, yeah, no, you don't. But you can have a, a fart joke isn't just farting. It's always talking about, well, I could fart on this. That's a fart joke. Cause, okay. Because the, 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 the farting is the punchline. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's like even, even the funniest stuff is just kind of like, oh, ha, 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 not laugh out loud. Yeah. I guess I like this better than you did because I, I, I can take silly. I can take nonsensical. I can take absurd. As long as, like I said, as long as you're just not, if you give me just an attempt at a story, and you're not fucking just relying on yelling the whole time, which is, you know, this falls into those movies that could have easily have done that. Then I can do that. And the thing that I like in here is, I like what they've done with some characters. You know, uh, Jamie Dornan, man, he's so happy not to be a billionaire pervert. Yeah. <laughs> that fool is just happy to be doing something and having fun. Yeah. I like Jamie Dornan in here because, for one, Jamie Dornan, he's, 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 a, he's caught in the middle of something, and it, and it, and it kind of works. He's, uh, he's not stupid. You know, at the, but at the same time, he's just because he, he's just misguided. He's being used by somebody else. So he's not playing a, an idiot character, which means that he's also not bumbling around all over the place. He's the straight man. But then again, he's not afraid to get stupid. There's a part in the movie where he has his own musical number. And I kind of like that because it's just him cutting loose. Could they end the musical number better? Could they punch it up a little bit better? Yes, they could have. But watching Jamie Dornan just run around and have fun with it was fun for me. And... As I said, the movie just has moments in there where even when it's not, when the jokes aren't working, it's not annoying to me. It's almost like a little kid who said something, and you're just like, yeah, you know, yeah, you chuckle, you're like, shut up, you know, <laughs> you know, you're not, you're yeah. not mad, you're not. I, I give you it's that. It's not, it's not terrible. It's just kind of like, man, you know what? I'm not annoyed by it. 
I actually got a little chuckle out of it. You went right past it. Uh, and he and I just like the character that he played. When I say he's not playing stupid, when he's playing a combination of just misguided and the straight man, you got uh, Damon Wayans Jr. in here. And I love the way he reacts to this guy. Damon, J Damon Wayans Jr. here plays a, uh, another spy who is the dumb person in this. He's, he's, he's all kind of stupid. And Jamie Dornan just has to react like, all right. And I like the way he reacts. He's like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to play along. You're the fucking expert. Sure, whatever you say. Uh, I get it. Hello, Edgar Page. Uh, who, who's this? Never mind you. Uh, what? For the purpose of our relationship, I shall remain anonymous. I'm an associative, you know who. Oh, um, <clears throat> hello. I understand you lost the microchip, nor a bit of a conundrum. Fortunately, I'm the man with the means to replace it. Don't ask me what they are, that's Brevet. Okay. You'll hear from me. Wait for my call from this private number I'm calling you from right now, privately. Actually, no, it came, it came up on my, on my phone. I'm sorry, what? Your number actually came up on my phone. Damn it. Well, don't look at it again. I won't? Don't call it. I'm very private. And don't give it to anyone. Who would I give it to? Listen, um, when the number comes up, does it happen to say the name Darlie Bungle? Now, they go on too long with this shit. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God damn. I, yeah, I was watching I know, you're like, now here's yeah. the best joke. Y'all yeah? watch this. Yeah, it's like, uh, Every scene you showed, they went on for way too long. Yeah, you know, that one I was thinking like, yeah, y'all could wrap this up. I, you know, watching this at home, as I said, I watched back and I, and I, uh, and I did not, I never want, once feel like, man, this is a waste of my time. I never feel like once like, man, this is, this is excruciating. I felt like you could stop right here. That could be better. But I never once felt like, man, I am embarrassed to be watching this like I usually am with some of these kind of t these types of movies. It's almost like watching what was like a Nickelodeon movie, but it has more of adults in it. Mm. And which is which sounds like I'm putting it down, but it's like it's that kind of level where it's like, hey, you know what? They're not trying to push it too far. They're not trying to be too edgy to the point where they. It's not like a lot of gross out humor in here. There's not at all. There's not like a. a there's not like a lot of. Uh, uh, there is sex humor in here, but like I said, they're not trying to get too nasty with things. You know, it's just, it really is mostly about these two girls and this guy that they just found who was supposed to be a super, a super villain's henchman, you know, that comes in the middle of it. And this kid, I like this fucking kid, man. Yeah, I like that kid, too. That kid on the bike. Oh, Yo-Yo is yo his name in the movie. Yo, yeah, Yo-Yo. <laughs> I like this kid on the bike, man, uh, who plays uh, like another henchman, like a kid henchman in the movie. Uh, Rain Doy. I like him in the film too. You know, I don't know, man. Some movies just appeal to you, and I, I don't have to tell you because y'all might be looking at me right now saying, You like this bullshit? Well, motherfucker, I saw it, so shut the fuck up. You didn't. But you know what? The thing is, it's like, I liked it. I did. I had fun with it. Uh, not going to tell you that this is groundbreaking. Not going to tell you that this is something you need to run out and see. I can just tell you that I saw it, and when I saw it, I, added, I laughed a lot. Um, you know, uh, when I say I laughed a lot, it wasn't consistent laughs. It wasn't like I was laughing, a, you know, it wasn't a laugh a minute. But I, if you get me to laugh out loud more than three times in a movie or more than four or five times in a movie, I'm like, all right, you know what? Then I guess you've done your job right there. So, yeah, I would give this, uh, I guess, a high rental, man. It's, uh, it's definitely a good movie for streaming. Uh, yeah, the thing about the movie is, one, there's, there's not enough. 
ideas or not enough of what's the good stuff to really carry it. And it's over an hour and a half. Was it like 145? Yeah, it's like 140 with credits. Yeah, yeah, 140. And it's it it's almost kind of criminal because you, you see how there's this padding, but I guess that padding is that other plot. Um, and, and it just doesn't mesh all that well. Now, I will say, like you, I didn't hate it. It it certainly could be worse. And we've seen movies like this that were obnoxious. It wasn't so much that it was obnoxious. And I didn't, and I didn't feel like, oh, why am I doing this? But it was that, the stuff I like, I only kind of like, and the other stuff I could really have done without. And I couldn't in good consciousness tell, I, I can't think of anybody I would say like, oh, no, no, you'll, you'll like this. Um, so it's, it's, it's more of a, a low rental for me. All right. There you go. Martin and I disagree again. <laughs> What are you doing? Oh, I was just playing with this lamp. Oh. <laughs> I'm Star. Short for Starbra. Assume yours is Barbara. Nope, just Barb. <laughs> Plain old Barb. I want to thank Barb and Star for hosting tonight's talking club and for making their hot dog soup. I like the salt. I like the hot dog. It's not as runny as it usually is.